Hello, everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. I am Stephen. I'll be your balladeer tonight. And these wonderful people are nice enough to play with me. Seriously, thank you all so much for joining me on this first arc of The Good, The Mad, and The Unholy. It's been a pleasure. You are truly a peerless posse. Say hi, peerless posse. He said he wasn't doing it. He didn't do like a long ride to a terrible (laughs) joke this time. He just jumped right in and it was fine. That was for you, Jeff. It wasn't a joke. You can track on YouTube when people stop watching the video. And it's weird how last time, last video, they just dropped off like 20 seconds in. It's so weird. 20 seconds in. They saw me. They heard the joke. They noped right out. (laughs) So last session here in Haunted West. Uh, We found that the posse was recovering from their fight in the Barlet's barn. Uh, They were seeking shelter from the rain, watching the house burn. There were efforts to administer first aid to both Shauna and Balaam Crawley, who were still catatonic. Uh, Father Purdy discovered that the bottle of laudanum had some unusual qualities. And shortly thereafter, Purdy also fell into a trance-like state where he had a vision of Shauna and Balaam with nooses hanging limply about their necks. A man named Zeke appeared and asked Purdy to pull the lever that will hang one of the two. And without hesitation, Purdy pulled the lever to hang Balaam, but Shauna fell instead. Uh, so Shauna, you know, at least he likes you a little bit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Shauna was having a vision of her own. Uh, she was repeatedly falling a great distance to her death over and over. Uh, Each time she hit the ground, she began to fall all over again. And then finally, she saw a white rose with five thorns falling alongside her. She attempted to reach out and grab it, but she missed and fell to her death again. Sundance and Sula were forcefully attempting to wake Purdy. I think he's still got a bruise or two. When they heard the snapping of bones, turning, they saw that Balaam's neck had been violently broken, but Shauna and Purdy had both come to. After a restless night, the posse packed up to travel back to Perseverance, carrying the bodies of Sula's companions. The first day of travel passed uneventfully, but on the second day, the belled buzzard was spotted again. Following the bird led the posse to discover the corpse of a man tied to five stakes. The stakes were carved bones similar to the totems inside the hornet nests, and Shauna performed a seance, inadvertently reanimating the corpse, but she identified it as Nick Barlett, Lori's husband. The posse re-killed Nick's corpse and cleared the bone stakes before traveling a bit further and camping the second night. After a few hours travel the next morning, the group reached the safety of Perseverance. And that is where we are picking up now. The group of you are traveling uh, mostly by horseback. Uh, Purdy, you're on your wagon. You've caught sight of the town of Perseverance. A little child spotted you, started jumping up and down, waving, then went running back into town. By the time you reached town, a small crowd had gathered. Uh, Ignatius Freeman uh, was there in the middle of it. You remember him as the owner and operator of the Broken Spoke Saloon. Uh, He's an older African man, uh, salt and pepper hair. Uh, He lost his arm in the war, uh, so he only has his left arm left. Uh, And he's one of the five de facto leaders of this town. And he's the first one to greet you. Well, it seems like y'all have uh, 
three bodies there. Must not have been a good trip. I'm, uh, I'm afraid it wasn't there, sir. Uh, I think we might want to speak with uh, Doc Chestnut here and the Bartlett woman if we can. We've got some uh, some grim news. Grim indeed. Well, uh, I was speaking to the Chestnut uh, earlier today. Uh, they have your reward money already in hand, so feel free to head over there as you wish whenever you get your horses uh, stabled up. Uh, if you feel like stopping by the saloon telling me the story, I'd appreciate it. I owe you all a drink anyways, I think. I think we can He'll kind of He'll kind of part the crowd for you guys. Uh, you're able to go into town. Uh, is there anywhere specific you guys want to uh, start visiting? Sula is going to uh, grab her companions and uh, head straight to the Undertaker. And uh, she'll offer to take uh, the uh, corpse of Nick Bartlett as well, if you wish. Yeah, it'll probably to have him better to have him buried. Well, we shouldn't uh, make any presumptions. We should allow uh, Miss Bartlett to go ahead and make the final decisions on what to do with the man's remains, but at least for keeping for now. Mm. Well, he's not going to be buried right away, so she'll have time. Okay. Understand. Understand. With the signature grimace, Sula smiles, uh, walks away. Where would the four of you like to start heading off to? Would you want to go straight to the doctor? Do you want to stop by the saloon? Do you have any housekeeping you guys want to do? I think we want to talk to Lori Bartlett as soon as possible. Yeah, I think that. Uh, Baldir, I do have a little bit of housekeeping. Um, so yeah. um, I, I wasn't able to be here last time, but the time before I got into uh, one box and whooped. Uh, is there do I get any of that back or am I still? Uh, so I already took care of your character sheet. Oh, great. Thank week. you. Uh, Thank you, you Thank were you. much further than what? Whoop, that's I what I thought. <laughs> that is what I thought. Uh, Thank yes, you. Yes. You were into mauled. And yes. the way it works is that yes. uh, healing, you heal your, uh, uh, your grit or was it gumption? It's gumption. You heal your gumption every day. So you Got lost uh, eight of those boxes. One more day should get you topped off. Perfect. Thank you very much. And remember that all your checks will have that minus 5% for being looked. Got it. Thank you. All right. So you guys start heading towards uh, the doctor's office. Uh, it, it's actually fairly close by. It's towards the outskirts of town. It's not in the town center. Uh, it's a combination of a it's basically dr chestnut's home on uh, the ground floor she has like an operating table and a little uh uh exam room uh you walk in right away it's it's free for people to come in and out uh, and you'll see uh in her little desk area where like a living room would be she has it set up to be a sort of office uh, and she's actually sit down there right now working on some papers uh it's a very standard room uh there is a big cabinet behind her that uh, has uh, glass doors. You can see that there's all sorts of medications in there. She does keep that with a small lock. 
uh, nothing major, but enough that no one's going to walk in and just grab something. Uh, she is a woman in her, probably in her mid-50s, uh, African woman. Her hair uh, still has most of its color, but you see a little bit of gray coming in. Seems relatively fit. She looks up. Well, I remember you from the other day. What 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 news of Lori's husband and brother? Well, I'm, uh, I'm afraid to say the news is is not good. Uh, is uh, is Miss Bartlett uh, in any condition to receive visitors? Well, that is that has a complicated answer. She can receive visitors, but about. Two, two and a half days ago, she fell into, I don't know, a coma of sorts. It's very strange. She was very dehydrated, but she was conscious. She was speaking. Uh, We were giving her food. We were giving her water. She seemed to be making a full recovery rather quickly. And then one night she fell asleep and didn't wake up. You, uh, I, I've tried to determine if there's any sort of head trauma. As far as I can tell, she was in perfect condition. You know the precise night that she she stopped uh, being able to communicate. Uh, yes. Uh, just let me check my notes here. And she flips through some papers. And I'm just looking to see if it aligns with like when her brother died or anything like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it or her absolutely husband. does. It, it it was the night that you guys. Uh, burned her house down. And I like the way you phrased that, but uh, (laughs) I understand (laughs) technically you are correct, but uh, there was an implication to how you said atone, one might say. (laughs) That was the balladeer. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I'm afraid to say her, uh, both her brother and her husband are are past. Yeah, we were able to bring... Yes, it's a it was a quite grisly affair. I'm afraid uh, the uh, the homestead was uh, well, it was set to uh, some sort of witchcraft, and hard to say the nature of exactly yet. But uh, you can tell uh, that she immediately gives you a look and uh, seems very doubtful when she hears the word witchcraft. Hmm. I understand your skepticism, ma'am, but uh, whether you believe or or do not believe, what I can tell you is there were signs of rituals and symbols and such that even if you think it's an ordinary world, someone out there was at least going through the motions of something, well, more, more than ordinary. I don't mean to doubt your... your integrity but paul was a very sick man uh, i would have been surprised if he lived another month anyways how, how would you know it was witchcraft did you bring any evidence well we've got uh did, did we i know we brought bone powder i have some bone powder did we bring any you have bone meal yes yeah did we bring any actual signs of the 
Did anyone? Uh, take you any you brought Nick's body. That's okay. about all you recovered, and then the vodnum as well. Okay. Did so we, did we have the bones that were in the? They ground them up. I think we ground them up. Oh. Yeah. 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 Well. Uh, I will produce the piece of you know the the vial at Lodgem. Well, we have the body. Uh, we have our testimony for whatever you consider that worth, and uh, we have this strange concoction we found. Again, I I mean no offense, but surely there must be a misunder. And she grabs it and she kind of stops mid sentence as she looks at this vial. This this isn't the laudanum. I prescribed. This is what is this? Well, I was hoping you might be able to help us uh, discover and answer that question. Uh, well, this is the bottle in Shield Point. You can see that there's a, a scratch mark on this label. Uh, I I mark each bottle as I get it in. Laudanum being an opium derivative, some people find it. Some people want to steal it. So I, I try to keep careful inventory. This is definitely my bottle, but this is not anything that I prescribed. It, someone would have emptied it and refilled with whatever this substance is. You have no sense of what the substance is. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not a chemist in the least. Uh, we get our medicine shipped to us monthly. So what you're saying is then that someone uh, at the Bartlett household perhaps is the one who is responsible for switching out the the chemicals. I I would hesitate to claim anything, not seeing what happened myself. No, but this was that. a bottle that I gave them. Well, the other thing is that we found this Bartlett's husband. Uh, on our return venture, uh, he was, well, he had been uh, tortured and staked out in the desert uh, with uh, with bone skewers, each with a, an ancient he rune symbol on it. In a manner of speaking, yes. We brought the body with us if you'd like to perform a, a proper autopsy. Yes, I, I think that would be best. And she'll get up and she'll start gathering tools. She's not like no. stopping you guys from talking, but she's just preparing. Don't let it startle you, but he was sewn, silent. His mouth was sewn. Uh, there were some horrific stitches everywhere on his body. Did you... Do you know who would have done it? Was there any sign? Uh, it's ritualistic to the same that was at the Bartlett's home. Uh, we, we ground the bones up to neutralize the demonic energy that was within them. But, uh, you know, that's what happens. Right. Well... Well, definitely, uh, I'll do an as autopsy as best I can. Shauna's, like ponytail, like shut up, shut up. Just be careful how far down the rabbit hole you chase your, your description <laughs> there. 
She is a, a woman of science here. I don't think we're going to win her over with our talks of demonology. Again, I don't doubt your integrity. I just, this is a lot to take in. I, I'll perform the autopsy and I'll call the town council and we'll have a meeting tonight. We, would you all be willing to speak at the council? It firsthand experiences would be very welcome. Yeah. Uh, as for uh, Lori George, Bartley, George looking visibly did not uncomfortable at at that request and does not say anything, but. Um, she, she's not good at hiding her expression. She would be like behind us in the background. Yeah, like, basically. Yep. <laughs> will you speak to the town of the... <laughs> Joe, you would also know Fiend Washington is part of the town council as well. An, op- an opportunity to speak to a group of people. Birdie's in. He's <laughs> going to have some pamphlets. As for... I, I checked on her this morning. Uh, if you wish to check on her again, uh, she's at the hotel just down the street. It's six locks down uh, on the south side of the street. Uh, just tell uh, Virgil that uh, I, I said it was okay. Virgil, okay, we will. Thank, thank you very much, doctor. Uh, is there anything else you guys would like? Uh oh. I don't know what I'll see. I, I know I know we wanna do we wanna we gotta give the mayor or whatever, Ignatius, a, a rundown of everything. We need to see Ms. Bartlett at the hotel. Uh definitely want to touch back again with the doctor after she performs an autopsy. And uh I don't know what else y'all wanna do. We definitely need to meet with Lori and then the bar guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And two separate places, I think, right? Because the, the saloon wasn't part of the hotel. I think there were two separate places. Correct. Two separate yeah. places. Uh, Joe would like to have a discussion with the rest of the group on the way out, if that's all right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the doctor won't let you stay in the house like as she leaves uh but she'll lock the door and you guys have the porch in the street to yourselves there's passerbyers you know there's people coming and going but you're on towards the edge of town there's not a ton of traffic uh it okay. doesn't seem like it, you're going to be overheard by anyone okay great uh so uh joe kind of drops her voice and uh says to the group um uh, i thought perhaps there was something uh, evil with the house and after we destroyed the house and that evil might stop, but it seems to be following this family. Purdy will make a kind of a bit of a face. Well, uh, Miss Josephine, I suppose, uh, in a bit of irony, uh, I, I think there's a confession. Uh, I should probably, uh, Unload onto y'all. Uh, I suspect I have a, you might say, a history uh, with the with the demonic presence that uh, might be befouling uh, 
these good people in uh, this area of the of the world. Um, the details of which are it's a long story, but suffice to say, uh, I believe that the the evils are not localized just to the house. We found the same uh, the same imagery, the same symbols uh, at the side of uh, of Mister Bartlett's uh, demise, and um, Shannon and I both experienced a bit of a well. I wouldn't say out-of-body experience, but uh, possession might also be an overstatement. Uh, but that uh, that presence is nonetheless in the territory, not localized to the homestead. And neither do the family. That makes I, it significantly worse. My concern, and this is purely a theory, is perhaps someone within the family or known to the family tried to call upon this evil and thus brought it into these territories here. We did find evidence at the homestead of some sort of ritual practice. Whether this was done by someone within the family or by someone outside the family so as to harm them, I do not know. But clearly... This 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 evil was brought here for reasons I suppose are more complicated, motivations of which have yet to been fully revealed. These are not matters I'm well versed in. The spirits of that that I know are they're they're forces of good and evil. Are not good and evil themselves. I, I, I. Do you do you have any sense of why this spirit might have been called? Was it to grant power, or was it to enact something in its stead? Well, the particular entity. Uh, that we are currently involved in is not one who necessarily has, um, shall we say, uh, positive impact on people's lives. When I first encountered it, it uh, it had laid claim to a, a young woman, a friend of my family's, uh, well, her body and and myself and my 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 mentor, uh, he and I performed uh, what the Catholicism would call uh, an exorcism. And although we uh, believed we had successfully exorcised the creature from the woman's body, in fact, it had been playing possum on us and had found a way to sneak into the to the body of my my mentor, and before any of us realized, had uh, ripped that poor man asunder, and, well, he, uh, Zeke is what I call him, he uh, left me a message saying he'll be seeing me elsewhere, and 
All these years I've been looking for him. I find it either providence or something the opposite of which that uh, I've come here to perseverance and he is here as well. That could just be coincidence, of course. But it might be more. So, all these years since I was a young boy, he has been traveling across the countryside, tearing families and people apart. And he has chosen Perseverance as his most recent locale. Joe was uh, silent and looks like she's kind of just taking all this in. Uh, Sundance. Yes. Give me a straight D100. Straight D100. Uh, good dice. Oh, 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 oh. Don't run away. Don't run away. Let's see what we got here. Hey, today. other doc. Let's see what we're starting. Thanks for rating, guys. All right. That is a. That's a that. And this is a 63. 63. Okay. Uh, nothing happens right now, but thank you. Okay. That was, uh, I'm not nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Okay. 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 All right. All right. So the four of you are, uh, just off the side of the street here. Uh, you still have your horses, uh, and your wagons with you. Uh, you're just kind of milling about in front of uh, the doctor's office. Uh, what are you guys doing? I suppose we should visit the livery and find a place to rest our our animals and proceed to, I suppose, meet with the mayor and visit Miss Bartlett in whatever order the rest of you think is sufficient. So uh, this is where Maitrey is going to follow the rest of the players' lead because I've Listen here, last time, so happy to do things in whatever order. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, so you guys visit the livery. Uh, you, you park the wagon. Uh, don't worry about cost. Uh, you all can afford it. Uh, and then you start headed towards the boarding house. You said. Do we want to go uh, meet with Mister Ignatius, or do we want to visit Miss Bartlett? Uh, well, I mean, if we're concerned that someone in the family might have possibly cast something, she could be a threat to the town. It is fairly suspicious, don't you think, that her brother, his life ceases, and so does her cognitive, or at least conscious function. Yeah, and the fact that she was coated in blood, but wasn't injured. I must say, I am somewhat suspicious that she might have been sent not so much to retrieve help for her family, but perhaps to lure others. Could be. Hmm. Sounds like we need to go speak with Fardot. We should certainly inquire as to her state now that we've returned. 
got to find the voice again. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do agree. All right. So the posse uh, begins walking uh, through town. Uh, it's midday right now, noon. Uh, so there's a, a lot of activity going to a couple cafes and saloons here and there for food. Uh, for the most part, people are off the streets. Uh, it's getting hot out. Uh, so people are trying to stay indoors. Uh, there's always business happening and you're going further into uh, the center of the town. So that's where most of the hustle and bustle is. You're passing a lot of uh, wooden buildings that are newly erected, a lot of lots that have tents on them waiting for buildings to be set up, and a lot of buildings that are halfway through, like they have the frames up, there's a lot of timber nearby, people are working, you hear the sounds of hammers. Uh, It's definitely an up-and-coming town. You make your way to the McCauley Brothers Boarding House. Uh, Any of you who have been in town for a little bit, uh, longer than a few days have probably heard of this. It's one of three hotels in town. Uh, it's run by Virgil and Vern. Go inside. Uh, you see that there's a little cafe uh, on the bottom floor. And then there are stairs on both sides of this area that go up to a second floor and lead to multiple uh, rooms that are often rented out for months at a time. Uh, it's kind of like a temporary housing situation for a lot of people. You get to town, you don't have a house yet, so you just rent out a room. Uh, Virgil's there. He's a mid-30s white man. Uh, He's currently uh, serving uh, lunch to various customers. You see him with a lot of trays, probably too many that he can actually hold, and he's dropping one down before another. Uh, Looks at you over his shoulder. Yeah, I'll, I'll be right with you. Feel free to sit anywhere. Oh, we're not here to eat. We're here to visit uh, Miss Lori Bartlett. Miss um, Bartlett, uh, we have, have you per- talked to the doctor? You should talk to the doctor. Yeah, we have permission from the doctor. She told us to let you know. Virgil, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm Virgil. That's my brother Vern over there. And he uh, nods his head to a... Uh, 30-year-old Hispanic man uh, off in the corner. Uh, He's uh, taking someone's order right now. Uh, They're just uh, sipping on some tea. Uh, Yeah, well, if if you... Hold on one second. He sets down a couple plates. He brushes his hands off, comes over. All right, are you sure the doctor said it's okay? Uh, Yeah, we were the ones who went back down to her homestead to see to the rest of her family oh that, that was you for what yeah. was it like are they okay uh we prefer to tell her first before rumors start to go around town that bad huh all right yeah. uh and he starts fumbling through his pockets for some keys uh yeah just follow me and he uh rushes up the stairs he skips a st- couple steps just to try and go up as fast as possible so he can get back to the lunch rush. He goes to one of the uh, middle rooms, uh, unlocks it. Uh, Yeah, when you're done, just make sure I see you so that I can come up here and lock it for her privacy. We'll do. We'll we'll wave on our way out. 
All right. Uh, there's a, a drawstring by the bed uh, that takes us to a bell in the kitchen. If you need anything, just pull on that. Perfect. Thank you. All right. And he just runs back down the stairs. You open up the door. Uh, you see a very uh, small hotel room. Uh, it's got a double bed in the middle. It's got a little uh, a dresser with a mirror on top of it, a basin for washing, chair for sitting, just the bare essentials. Uh, it's about uh, 10 feet by 10 feet. Not a very big room, especially as the four of you uh, shuffle in there. Lying on the bed, you see Lori Bartlett. Uh, this is your first time seeing her not covered in blood. You can see it's the same general face structure. She looks as if she's withering away. She's severely emaciated right now. Uh, just skin and bones, and it's pulled taut. But she is just lying there. Seems somewhat peaceful. Well, dear, I believe uh, Purdy was uh, t- attending to her when we first when we first encountered her, and she yes, came you into the. Did I feel uh, a woman of this uh, this scrawniness? Like, did she feel as no, she no? Might? She she seemed she was very dehydrated when you uh, mm. saw her, right. uh, but she was a much more healthy body weight. So this has been a very precipitous decline over the past few days. Yes, especially when you consider that uh, Doctor Chestnut said that she was eating for a couple days after she arrived. Uh, this has happened very quickly. Friends, uh, this might just be an old man's suspicion, but we all take a moment to just uh, just search the space. Any signs of those runic carvings under the bed, hidden in her in her things, her clothes, anything on her person? If one of the ladies wouldn't mind. Yeah, Shauna will check her body. So will Joe. Okay, uh, so let's pair off then. Uh, we'll take two uh, investigation or uh, observation. I'm sorry, observation or uh, what's the other one? Deduction, is it? Yeah, I'll take uh, observation or deduction from two of you. Uh, Purdy or Sundance, you can be the ones to roll. And then Joe and Ash and Shauna, since you're teaming up one of you rolls, uh, whoever rolls gets a 20% from the other one helping. Oh, and uh, remember, we have one audience, Jack, as well. Amazing. Yes. Go ahead, Shana. Why don't you? Yeah, I'm like, I think. You wanna, you wanna take it, Birdie? Sure, I'm. Uh... If, 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 I'll take it if you want me to. I don't know. Uh, from a mathematical perspective, it's one of my better <laughs> abilities. <laughs> Yeah, you go ahead. I'm probably I'm probably not gonna roll good anyway. Oh so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. No. <laughs> dice are cursed. I switch yeah, them I've every been, week. I've uh, been rolling real good this game. <laughs> I, I switch them every week. Oh man, I got a 25 over 96. Nice. All right, so take some jacks for that. Uh, you're maxed out with that. You got six jacks oh, there. Nice. That's amazing. Purdy, how are you looking? I'm just shaking my head because uh, I got a 007. I got a 7 uh, under 87. All right. So you're maxed out with Jax, too. You guys are doing fantastic. Nice. I feel guilty when I get this. Just feel guilty. 
Is that one of us should roll up? <laughs> uh, so Purdy and Shauna, you two are both kind of in tune with the weird, more esoteric. Yes, the weird. So you're guided by Joe and Sundance who are looking at the more logical. And between the four of you, you're able to do a very thorough sweep of this room. Purdy, you kind of find yourself falling into a little bit of a meditative state. You're searching every nook and cranny, looking behind the dresser, looking under the chair, looking at the floorboards. And as you start meditating, you can almost hear the heartbeat of Lori. It's still going strong, despite her condition right now. For some reason, it's just, it almost becomes overpowering in your mind, uh, that sound. But you're able to uh, fight through it. You don't find any sort of occult symbols or anything like that. But there is a sense that something's happening. Shauna, you're being very discreet. You're checking her body, checking uh, what few personal items she was given by the doctor uh, to have on hand. Uh, she's just got a change of clothes here and there. That's it. And uh, the clothes that she wrote in on are not here whatsoever. Uh, you're looking through the mattress. You're you're checking her skin for any sort of identifying marks. Not seeing anything. Uh, but you do hear like a chittering, like a scritching on wood. And you can just, just faintly hear drawn breathing and you think for a second that it's Lori that you hear Uh, you put your hand just under her nose to feel the breath uh, and it just doesn't time right like her breaths are not coming in and out at the same time that you're hearing this Okay. Uh, so her things that she came in here with, they're not here. I guess we probably should have asked the doctor what she did with them. But, and she turns to Purdy. I mean, did you hear that breathing? Purdy, uh, Purdy's got his eyes closed. Purdy's got his hands out, his... His book in his hand, gripped tightly so the knuckles are white. And he just says, Shanna, I hear the sound of a heartbeat. And I feel a presence here. And I do not think it is one that means us, means us well. Whatever befell the homestead, I, at least some of that presence is here. We are not out of the proverbial woods yet. Uh, Balladeer, um, is the breathing similar to what Shauna heard of the brother before she um, went into like a few? Good question. Good question. Uh, What you heard before was definitely the from her brother, Paul, uh, Uh was definitely the the drawn breathing of a sick person. Uh Uh, This breathing is soft and muffled 
but it doesn't have any of that like labored feeling to it. It doesn't feel like they're struggling for air. It it does sound like there's multiple obstacles maybe uh, between you and it. So it's just so muffled. Um, I have like an expertise or sundry where I know what threats a local community faces both mundane and if known and named the weird. Um, would Zeke apply here? Uh, possibly. Uh, which uh, is that under? Which uh, propensity? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's under my resolute. Um, I can also tell if something unnatural is in the area. So, yes. Uh, we'll start with Shauna. Let me open your character sheet so I can see this. Yeah, it's just under my notes and description from my expertise in sundries. All right. Uh, what threats a local community faces. We've talked a lot about how Perseverance uh, is in a kind of like a unclaimed territory. There's a lot of pressures from all sides and Perseverance is trying to uh, survive in the middle of that. So there, there's a lot of mundane threats that you already know about. Uh, raiders from the east. Yeah. Uh, tense relations at the border to the south all of this is within a couple days drive Mm -hmm. not to mention more practical things like food financing things like that uh outside capitalist forces that you know when someone starts making money here people want a piece of it Mm -hmm. uh there was a silver mine nearby that uh dried out recently uh, and that's causing a lot of pressure as well. It causes a lot of people to leave the area. As for weird, you're definitely going to uh, know that. I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this. You know, that symbol with the five points has been found in multiple places. Mm-hmm. You haven't necessarily found it in town, but you know that that's definitely connected to this town somehow. This is the local hub for the area. So whoever was using that symbol at the Barlet's house, out in the desert on Nick, there most likely have been through town a couple times, if not much more frequently than that. There's a chance that they could be based out of this town. Oh, okay. Uh, Sid, you can detect uh, when things are unnatural nearby. Her heartbeat that Purdy was, uh, you saw that he was kind of like, kind of nodding to it for a second, like just kind of keeping rhythm with it. And then Shauna uh, is listening for that hearing. You start picking up on both of them, uh, paying attention to those different sounds, the breathing, the heartbeat. 
and you're realizing that those are perfectly timed. There's some sort of esoteric connection between someone in the nearby vicinity and that heartbeat that's keeping her going or tearing her down. So yes, you can absolutely tell there is something unnatural and it has to be close. I'm usually not one for the supernatural, I suppose, but I do sense there's something in this area that's not normal, not natural, not supposed to be here. Somewhere close. And I look around the room. Is there a door? Or like a closet or something else in this room? Uh, there, are, uh, There's a closet, but it's not like a closet that's like a separate room. It's a closet that's like just a large dresser that you open mm. it up and you can hang things inside. It's a piece of furniture. Uh, Is it open? Purdy would have gone through it when he okay. was, or you and Purdy would have both gone through it because you were both checking the room. Uh, so you would have looked through. Uh, there would have been like two nightgowns in there, and that would have been the majority of a... Uh, uh, Lori's uh, personal items here. Uh, and, the other w- way in and out of this room is just the window. Uh, you are on the second floor, and it's not like you're just 10 feet up. It That lower floor is like 15 feet tall. So jumping mm-hmm. out of this window, you, you'd be falling 20 feet to the ground. All right. Um, and well, remind me once more, did uh, Shauna and Purdy uh, say anything about what they were listening for, what they heard, or the the timings were off. Uh, they wouldn't have had the same link up between them, each no, other. No, no. Like Purdy wouldn't have heard the breathing. Yeah, if they if they mentioned what they were listening or or, or hearing, if they yeah, Shauna Shauna would have mentioned it. And did Purdy? Did yeah, Purdy I mention? Would've, I would have probably been sort of in my meditative. Sp- state like speaking it out loud heartbeats uh so yes there's something unnatural uh in the area birdie's listening for lori's heartbeats and shauna is hearing breathing and this it seems like scratching on the wall scratching and scratching the wall i start looking around it seems like they're two separate entities but they're uh in sync somehow and i look under the bed yeah you guys have looked under the bed it's empty under there there's not even like boxes for storage or anything like that uh you don't see any sort of symbols under there or anything like that you think virgil will let us check the other rooms which wall was it that you heard the scratching from she was closest to the uh bed so it, yeah. if it was a wall, it, it would have been the one on that side, like which would have led to the corner of the boarding house. There's a room in the Another corner room. there. I think we should check out that other room. I agree. With expediency, best to ask forgiveness than permission in this case. Agreed. Uh, who knows how to pick locks? What skill would that be? Uh, probably ledger domain. 
Oh, I don't uh, know. Nope, nope. I take that back. It would be lock picking. Oh. Have lock- oh, they do have lock picking. I don't know. I don't know. I think your Hello? first one was uh, <laughs> more accurate. Yeah, where is Lockwood? Oh, there it is. Uh, technology. Technology. Skills. technology. That's here. Um, I do have craft, but I don't have that. Well, if any just... of you have ledger domain, I'll let you take it at half of your rank. How about that? Can anyone just knock the door down? I would do it as an I old man. I can definitely try to knock the door down. I could, <laughs> I could very I could, definitely try and knock the door down. I mean, we should try and do it kind of quietly, maybe. Yeah, it'll make a lot of noise if I uh, if I do it my way. Okay, Purdy's yeah, going to uh, go. Purdy's going to go downstairs and see if he can talk Virgil into letting us in while you all mess around with lock picking. Frame of reference: uh, When you go out of this room, there is a balcony that overlooks the little cafe below. So you're not necessarily going to be like out of sight, but if you were quick about breaking a door down or something, you absolutely could. Uh, Purdy, you go down. Uh, what are you saying to Virgil? I'm going to say, sir, we need your, your help. Uh, Mrs. Bartlett's, uh, fate is in your hands. I know that. And I, can I, can I get a sense by the way? Cause, uh, my guy, one of my, uh, expertises is I can, identi- I can identify true believers in those doubting their faith. Is this guy a true believer? Uh, high or low? I always go high. He is not a true believer. You get the sense that he goes through the motions, uh, mm. but he, he doesn't have any sort of faith that he follows. Okay. I'll say to I'll say to him, there are many strange things in this world, and many of them are unexplainable. I don't suggest to you that uh, I have all the answers. But what I can tell you right now, good sir, is that the good lady, Miss Bartlett, is in need of some help. We uh, we believe that there might be something in the adjoining room that is uh, causing an undue amount of noise. And it seems to be uh, perhaps disrupting some of her ability to rest. I am not just a man of faith, but I am a man of medicine and science. And I could very much use your assistance here in the manner. Yeah, you caught him as he was halfway going out to a customer to refill some coffee. And he's like in that like halfway, like taking a step as you're saying this. And he's like, okay, they're, he's being noisy. Uh, I'll, yes. I'll go up and talk to him. I would like if it's okay with you to accompany and uh, speak with the gentleman myself. Uh, I don't know about that. Give me a persuasion of some sort. Convince would probably be what it is. Let's see what I got. Let's see what I got. Yeah. Uh, can I do uh, logic or uh, expression? Uh, expression is body language, so I'll allow that. We're not going to go logic on this one, I don't think. Okay. I shall go ahead and burn two of my jacks that I had earned. And I'll roll... Oh my god, I just roll another 007. What the hell's going on tonight? All right, James Bond. What the hell? Man? <laughs> That's literally... I just rolled the same thing. 007. What is that? 100 times 100, 1 in a 1,000 chance of doing it? <laughs> it's in Norse Foundry for all your 
All your dice. One needs. in 10,000. Amazing. I don't know. I'm not going to admit. Uh, okay, so that's a pass. Uh, he's definitely taken aback by this. Uh, and it's definitely not good concierge service to allow another, uh, not even customer, another person to come uh, open a door and kind of berate someone for being loud. But he can tell that you're you're sincere about it, uh, mm-hmm. that you're just genuinely worried that you're not necessarily being antagonistic. Uh, so you can kind of see like against his better judgment, he'll go along with it. Oh, all right, I, I guess you can. Uh, and he'll uh, pour the person the coffee, set down the jug, uh, start fumbling with keys again, and you know, jump up the stairs again. You know, you being an older man, you, you're a few steps behind, but you'll catch up. Uh, the rest of you, are you still hanging out in Lori's room? Uh, I if if the uh, if it doesn't seem like it would make too much noise, I'd like to put my shoulder into it and try and like after, of course, trying the door and making sure it is locked. Uh, and <laughs> if it is locked, then uh, I'll put my shoulder into it. Give me. Oh, so you're not even waiting on Purdy. You're just trying to I've, get in the room. I'd like to stand between the room and stairs as a sort of a lookout. I've been, I've been rolling so well. What could go wrong? Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> give me a. No, no, you know what? No, no. I, 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 um, Purdy's doing like a whole thing. Like it feels super douchey to be like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> so, uh, so I am, uh, I, I am going to try at quietly. To like put my shoulder into it, but if it feels like it needs more effort than what I'm able to do, more or less quietly, then I'm not going to. Give me a stealth check for that. Okay. Sorry, my cat's losing her shit. <laughs> Despite what she thinks, I might roll well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I did not. That's a 59 over 21. You had a 21 in stealth, but you still tried it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you uh, you kind of jiggle the handle, and it's loose, and it makes a metallic sound. And just as you were, like, uh, shuffling, uh, like, just leaning into it, I, the door gives just a groan. Uh, okay. I, I'm going to stop that <laughs> Shauna, uh, what were you doing? Sundance, you said you were kind of like watching. You're going to be able to see Purdy is uh, getting Virgil to come up relatively quick. It didn't take Purdy that long. Shauna, what are you doing? Shauna's going to be standing in the doorway so she can kind of see what everybody else is doing, but also keep an eye on Lori. Okay. Uh, So Virgil's going to kind of like shuffle past Sundance, like, excuse me, sir. And he's going to see Joe uh, right at the door, like, could... We have some space. I just, you know, it's a customer and this is a business. Uh, you know, he's uh, just, certainly. he's not trying to be a jerk, but he is like, he's a little annoyed that like, this is rush hour for him and he's got to deal with us. Give him uh, one space. Yeah. So you step back a little bit and it, they're adjoining rooms. So like you just standing next to Shauna, you're really not that far away. Uh, Purdy, you're going to be uh, right behind Virgil. Uh, Sundance, you're not going to be that far, just the the corner of the stairs there. Uh, he's going to be fumbling with the keys for a second. He gets it. He un- 
He knocks twice and opens it. Purdy and Sundance, you are the two who are first going to see this. It's basically a mirror image hotel room of the other one. However, the bed has been yanked away from the wall. Uh, and it's just kind of like uh, it's propped up on its side against the far wall. There is a window that is open. And you see a man with one leg out of it right now. He is dressed uh, mostly normally. He's got a white shirt, uh, pants on, overalls. He's wearing thick gloves, uh, no coat. But what really catches your eye is that he's wearing a blue hood and sewn into this hood in front of his face is a deer skull. The deer skull is painted blue and you can clearly see because he's looking right at you right now that there is the Celtic symbol in the middle of the skull with those five points and the deer antlers are stained blood red. He said he's one foot out of the door, right? He's halfway out the window right now. Uh, You guys can both get one action. And then we are going into a chase scene as he throws himself out the window. Okay. What you, what you going to do, Purdy? We can do one action? Okay. One action. That's, if that's the case. Uh, going to do, Purdy. Purdy ain't going to chase the man, but he's going to turn to Sundance. And he's going to say, I know not whether you are a righteous man, but you should trust that I am. And that there thing crawling out the window is evil incarnate. Do whatever you can to tackle that man. Do not let him escape or the very fate of perseverance is up in the air. Go now with fervor that you have felt not before. And I'm attempting essentially to the inspire inspiring him. speech. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it all the time. I told you. <laughs> That's great. So, it's uh, another expression role. Uh, I am going to burn some more jacks. I'll, I'll burn three jacks. Uh, and it's a seventy-two under uh, ninety-four. Uh, so that's a success with. Uh, I get two jacks back, if I understand that correctly. And then what this means, Sundance, is that you get plus 10% uh, on whatever you do. And hang on a second. Just make that check. On whatever skill call, your next skill call, you get 10%. Uh, so it's, wait, it's 5%. Roll expression and says target gains five percent. Extra jacks can be spent to add extra targets and/or increase the burns. But now I'm sorry, you get fifteen percent because I succeeded and then I got two jacks. I'll spend those two jacks to immediately give you plus fifteen percent, and then I would like to also spend a grit. We don't do this very often to give an extra no, plus twenty percent to Sundance's uh, skill call. So he's up to plus 35%. Sid, 35. you're going to pass this freaking roll, whatever you do. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so he's going to roll a straight 90. <laughs> it's going to be an automatic failure. I, I got oh, 30%, right? You have plus 35% just from me. Okay, see, okay, so 35%. So And what um, are you doing, Sid? As soon as Purdy turned around and gave that speech, I was already moving forward drawing my pistol i'm gonna shoot this fool uh all right let's do it 
I kind of want to wing him though. I don't want to. Uh, so and okay, then so also- there are rules for called shots, um, and I believe that it just changes the difficulty. Let me double check this real quick. Uh, it's a modifier, so you want to wing him. You you don't want to kill him. That's I don't want to kill him. I just want to very much hurt. That would be grueling, and it's minus twenty percent. So that would That's- give you a net fifteen boost. And we do have audience jacks. If if you want to use an audience jack, you can. Okay, so with that thirty five percent, I had a hundred and one for short arms. So that's minus twenty. Uh, yeah, it would be minus twenty. So that would put you to eighty one. And if you want to use the audience jack, it would put you back up to ninety one. I'd like to use the audience jack because I need him to be shot. All right, there we go. Then um, ninety one. Uh, so would that be the full action? Me shooting this guy? Uh. That would be a uh, primary action, so you'd still be able to like move across the room. Okay, so I wouldn't be able to like yell, try to. You could absolutely yell while you're doing this. One hundred percent. Okay, cool. Because I'm gonna, I'm moving forward. Let's see what I got. Moving forward, I take the shot. I get a. That's a one, and this is a. <laughs> is it a one? Is it an eleven? I got, I got a ninety-one. That's just what you needed, though. <laughs> Holy crap, man! <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, I think we know who's cursed. <laughs> Holy crap! Holy shit. I promise what I change the... my dice every week, so I got a ninety-one. And at one, oh <laughs> man, would I be able? Would I be able to use? Uh, where, what did the air of command? Would I be able to use a command call? To uh, well, I don't know. I was just gonna yell at Joe. Uh, 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 circle around, circle around front as I fire off this shot to this dare face nerd. <clears throat> yeah, uh, roll your damage for the shot, and then roll uh your command. Uh, that's gonna be a narrative success. Joe, Joe knows you. She listens to you, but it's gonna tell her how sincere or how uh important the situation is oh shit i gotta find the thingy for the sure i'm only have uh that is that's not that that's this okay so for that command it is a golly well 45 out of 40 so that's that and Um, the gun was a colt lightning right it's a colt uh, yeah, 38 coat lightning. That's so a that D6 damage. D6. This. And that's five damage. Five. Uh, so you're just trying to wing him. So I'm not going to, I'm going to put that as lucidity damage rather than vitality damage. Uh, so it, it's not going to threaten to kill him by any means. Uh, but if he takes a little bit more lucidity damage, it'll knock him out. How's that sound? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And I just run over to him if he hasn't fall- fallen out of the window. So that's the thing. Uh, you're going to run over to him. He was already halfway out the window. Your shot's just going to blast him again. Uh, he's going to fall the 20 feet. Uh he wouldn't be able to land the way he would have wanted to because he just got shot and he he wasn't as graceful. Uh, So I'm going to roll a call for him right now. We'll see how he lands. 
What do we roll to see right. how we land if we jump out of the window? Uh, I'm going to go. I, I'm willing to negotiate, but I'm rolling dodge for him. I'd be willing to take like an acrobatics for you. Uh, okay. Theology? Sundance. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to pass a prayer. on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sundance, you're running forward. Uh, you used your action to shoot, so you won't necessarily be able to grab him to stop him from getting out the window. Uh, but your head's going to be out the window. You're going to see him land hard. Uh, he uh, lands on one leg, and you see it kind of twist. Uh, and he goes to the ground. He rolls around a little bit, and he gets up, and he starts staggering away. Uh, it looks like he's getting momentum, but you definitely uh, slowed him down quite a bit. Uh, we are going to go into a chase scene here. Uh, we're not going to roll initiative. We're just going to take turns here. Uh, each person's going to get a chance to do an action. And the way chasing works is that he's going to be taking an action and he's going to try and accumulate a certain amount of jacks uh, before you guys accumulate the certain amount. The number of jacks that we're going for here is six. So this isn't like bank jacks that you have floated down the river. These are jacks that you're going to specifically put towards the chase. And once you guys personally get six jacks, you're going to be caught up to him. If he gets six jacks, he's going to get away. Uh, I'm actually going to make it harder on him uh, because of how he landed. He's going to need eight jacks to get away. Okay. All right. Let's get some fun music here. And what do you say we're willing to jump out the window? Because I'm probably going to. Uh, acrobatics or dodge. And this is going to be popcorn initiative here. Uh, so the four of you can go in any order you want. And acrobatics. Is. Can so I is, uh, go does first? He go, since, uh, does he go? Does he go between to... us? By the way, he is going to go after the four of you. Uh, it, it's not going to be like he's taking an action against you, though. He's just trying to accumulate his own jacks. Can I uh, use athletics to like run out the front around the? Uh, athletics the would line? be perfect to try and get down the stairs quickly enough and get to the front. Perfect. Absolutely. Um, also. I have a uh, one of my um, expertise is skilled soldier, which I gain an extra jack on successful athletics calls. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's perfect for this. Sweet. Amazing. Oh, fuck. 45 under. 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 55. <laughs> Well, you got two jacks there. You got two jacks yes. still. So you're already a third of the way there. All right. Okay. So Joe, she she kind of like slides down the banister, hits the ground at full speed, and she's out the door. Joe, you can see he's gotten uh, like half a block ahead of you right now, but you can see he's trailing blood on the on the dirt uh, and he he's shuffling. He, he's doing his best, but it looks like you're catching up to him. Am I able to take a shot or no? So fine. the way that works is if you guys want to take like a conflict action, a full round action, it costs you three jacks to do so. Okay. Uh, so you're going to have to spend three jacks to be able to take a shot. I'm going to say you can't do it now because of your athletics. Next time, okay. if you wanted to take a shot at him, we'll just say that you need seven jacks instead of six to catch up to him. Okay, thank you. Uh, so with popcorn initiative, then and the next person I'm going to call on is uh, Sundance. Well, it, it, anyone oh. who, 
this sorry. is my version of popcorn initiative. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm You're sorry. absolutely right. That's how popcorn initiative works. I just play weird. Uh, oh, anyone who has an idea of what they want to do can just call out and say, sorry. No, no, my fault. I should have. No, no, sorry. I said it. It's good. Uh, Purdy's just going to sermonize and encourage. So if you want him to go now, I might be able to give folks. some. Yes, this will be the bonuses. last time you can inspire someone and they can still hear you. You know how loud Purdy can get. <laughs> All right. I will uh I will shout out the window and as far as I can any anyone can hear. And I will say Good people of perseverance, there is a devil in your midst, there is a devil in the streets, there is a demon a walking amongst you. Do not let that thing escape. Do not let that thing harm another one of your good people. Aid us now, and freedom and decency will be yours tomorrow. Uh, so I'm going to do another expression. Virgil's jaw drops as everyone in this cafe is just looking up at Purdy, sermonizing from this balcony. Hell yeah. This is... This is what gets Purdy off right here in this kind of shit. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, let's, see. Uh, let's see. I needed a 84. I got a 56. Uh, so that is two more. That's two jacks, uh, which I'll spend immediately. I'll give I'll give 10% to Sundance and 5% to Sean. Okay. So I have 15 now, to disperse with you're not keeping jokes. those jacks for yourself, which means that no, you still I'm need not. six. That's to why catch I immediately up. switch them back down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting All right, at so, one for myself. Uh, remember that you guys uh, got your percentages. Who's going next, Sundance or Shana? Okay, I'm going. Okay, so I am going to. Shana's gonna. She so she witnessed Sundance run into the room, so she runs to the window throws it up the same room or in Lori's window i'm in Lori's window okay okay so i see him drop and fall and shauna's just like oh shit she throws her window up and she's gonna like throw a leg over and see if there's something down below that she can like drop into uh there's no balcony here this is just a flat uh drop onto a boardwalk and then a dirt road all right. Well, she's pretty resilient, so we're gonna we're gonna try it. So, all right, let's do it. Uh, how much uh, can I spend of my? Uh, of your personal jacks, you can spend as many as you want. It's only the audience jacks where you're limited. Okay, I'm gonna spend five because I'm really scared. <laughs> Don't, you Which one are you doing? Acrobatics yeah. or dodge? Uh, dodge. You have an extra five percent from Purdy. Okay, perfect. Okay, so that puts me at 87 that I'm going for. Yeah. And I got a 55. 55. Over All 87. Right. Uh, so those three jacks you can put towards the chase, or uh, you can uh, bank them, float them down the river. But putting them towards the chase means you only need three more to catch up with them. Uh, you land much more gracefully. Uh, you throw the window open. You kind of like lower your body weight and then you drop. Uh, it's still a hard drop. Uh, I'm going to see if you take any damage whatsoever here. Did she crit with that 55? Uh, oh, that is a crit. You're I right. Did. Uh, I'm, I rolled a two anyways, which would have been uh, countered by your uh, gumption or 
Yeah. So yeah. it wouldn't have mattered. You wouldn't have taken damage. Uh, but because you crit, I shouldn't have done that anyways. Good call, Perk. Okay. Uh, so you lower your body weight. You hit the boardwalk. Uh, you spin around. You start running. Uh, you are just right next to Joe at this point. You, you saved a couple steps, uh, but you bo- are both catching up with this guy. Uh, Sundance, you ran into this room. Uh, you kind of like reached him as he was falling out the window. Uh, you're going to be the one who sees this the most. Uh, out of the corner of your eye, you'll see that the wall connecting this room and Lori's room has tons and tons of runes carved into it, that same language from the bones, and a massive Celtic knot carved into the wall. What to do? Dismantle this or just shoot this guy in the leg? Uh, I'd like to just shoot this guy in the leg and just get it over with. All right, so that's going to cost you three jacks to take the action. Oh, he, he uh, which means if you tried to catch up with him, you would need nine jacks. No, I'll just hop out the window then. Okay. Actually, actually, um, how far away is he? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it, it's loosey goosey. We're not going very mechanical, so he's like half a block away. He still has not taken his action, so he still needs his eight jacks uh, to get away. But right now, uh, Joe and Shauna are right behind him. And how many jacks do we have? Uh, it's by person. So oh, by you person. have you have no jacks right now. Oh, okay. I get you. I get you. Yeah, I'm just going to shoot this guy in the leg or something. Okay. I'm just going to uh, shoot him. Yeah. So with a pistol, there will be... I was be about to a... say, can I use my rifle instead? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah, just about to... uh, that have... would be an optimal range. So you're good. And I have 10% from uh, Purdy, right? Yes. Yeah, you do. Cool, cool, cool. Let's see what let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Shake a leg, baby. Shake a leg. Uh I get so nervous every time you roll. <laughs> what was it? I got an eight. Eight? Oh, seven, yes. That's awesome. Out of 75. The luck has turned. What the hell? Oh, awesome. hell yeah. You got max uh, checks now. Roll your damage. Uh were you trying to wing him again? It's going to be minus, minus 20%, 20% for that yeah. grueling if you were trying to wing him. Yeah, I'm just but trying to hit him. pass anyways. Yeah, hit him in the leg. I'm just trying to slow him down for uh, Sean and Joe. 100%. Find another D6. Just so you guys know, I have a lot of dice. Just, <laughs> he's been cycling through. He's got, he's got the bargain bin right there. I switch him out every week and, you know. And that is, ooh, wow, seven. Uh, seven. All right. We're saying that this is non-lethal. Yeah, just, just, just clip, just clip, clip the leg. You know, just graze him. He just ah, <laughs> falls down. You nailed the shot. Uh, the the bullet gets right in that meaty part of his thigh. And he just collapses to the ground. Uh, that's going to be enough to actually put him unconscious here. Uh, he's not dying uh, by any means. Uh, and we're going to say unconscious, not necessarily unconscious, incapacitated. He's not going to be able to take any actions. He can still 
talk. He's still aware. He's just in a lot of pain. He can't run anymore. Joe and Shauna, you're going to be able to catch up right away. Uh, you hear the shot ringing out from over your shoulder. Uh, just nice limping shot. away, limping away. He's running. He's looking back, trying to get away. You hear the shot. He falls. The camera pans up to the window, and there's Sundance just sitting, just sitting in the window. Hell yes. Robert Got Redford him. cinematography Sundance. And this, love this it. Tips, tips the hat <laughs> to Joe. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Fantastic. I'm so glad your luck turned. I'm Same. also hoping it doesn't stay that way. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> probably won't <laughs> <laughs> all right uh shauna and joe you're going to be able to catch up with him uh bit of a crowd forming uh there have been two gunshots here a guy just jumped out of a, a building and he he's now on the ground groaning in pain uh he's dressed very strangely he still has this uh antler hood on uh what are you two doing taking uh, the hood off Careful what you touch. But Shauna's going to turn to the crowd. I need y'all to back up. This is the possible murderer of the Bartlett family. Watch out. Step back. And she's going to reach behind him and grab him by his arms and just kind of force him behind his back as she lifts him up. Uh, uh. He's going to try and resist, uh, but he's in no condition right now. Between the the shot from the pistol and then the shot from the rifle. He just doesn't have any leverage to twist away from you. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and then Shauna's going to start marching him down to where, wherever we have like the local prison. Uh, there have is no actual any... jail in this town. There is no sheriff. Uh, there is no law enforcement. Uh, it's kind of like the honor system. Uh, Ignatius has a room in his house that if someone gets a little too rambunctious, they sleep it off there. Okay. So she's going to start taking him there. Okay. Uh, Joe, is there anything you're trying to do while Oshana starts marching? I want to try and take off the hood, see if it's anyone we recognize. Yeah. You you grab an antler, you rip off the hood. Ah! Uh, Caucasian white man, uh, scraggly beard not like he purposefully grows a beard but it's been a long time since he shaved nondescript face to you nothing you've seen before okay he starts talking do you know do you know who you're messing with i i i got contacts they're gonna come for me oh this whole town's gonna burn really who we messing with you dumb son of a bitch Oh, you're going to regret taking that tone with me. Doubt it. Keep walking. He's limping along. Uh, Purdy, what are you doing up there on the balcony? Is this whole cafe is staring at you and then another shot rings out from behind uh-huh. you? I will. Uh, did, did he see the uh, did he see the, the symbology on the wall and everything? Uh, if you turn... Uh, and you were close enough to the room that you could have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I will turn to Virgil and with a scary fieriness in my face, I will say you will destroy that imagery right there. And you will keep a very close eye on the Bartlett woman until I return or you will have God and myself to deal with. Do you understand me? 
and I will like make a big show of it, you know. Give me an in- intimidation, but it's a narrative success. Like there's okay. so much going on. He's definitely intimidated. Intimidation. Intimidation. Uh for physique intimidation. Okay. So I would argue that it is not my physique that is intimidating, but my voice. Uh there's also I'm giving you a gun. success already. It's a narrative <laughs> success. So right, but I'm just saying, if we're talking logically speaking, I'm not threatening to punch him in the face. I'm threatening him with right, the might of God. You you want expression? Would that make you feel Of better? course I want expression. <laughs> does so it for, help that, the man is help? made out yeah. of toothpicks? Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't help that there's a large guy with a toothpicks gun. Toothpicks and righteousness. Absolutely <laughs> helps. Absolutely helps. Uh, I rolled a 14, so it would be a success if it's expression. It would be a fail if it's intimidation. Yeah, uh, Virgil doesn't know what's happening. This happens so fast. The, the door opens. He sees this weird guy with a mask on. Uh, Sundance grabbed his pistol, lightning fast, shot him in the torso, jumped after him. Uh, the guy fell out a window. Sundance switched to a rifle and just blasted and then turns around as Purdy's been yelling all this uh, sermonizing at him. He doesn't know what to do. He just puts his hands up like, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I'll I'll take I I've never not taken care of her. She's she's safe here. I I think Uh, I, I yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever you want. So he's going to scratch off the stuff and then he's going to keep an eye on her. If that's the case. You want me to scratch it? I'll, I'll scratch it off. I'll scratch it off. She yeah, I will. Death be dragged away from that wall. Just. <laughs> I think if we're scratching it off, I think that's what's giving its power. So I will. Uh, then I will say quickly, shifting to a very kind of grandfatherly-looking face. Bless you, my son. And I will go after them, and I'll run past them as as fast as Purdy can run to try to catch up with with Shana and, and Joe. Uh, Sundance, you're in this scene too. Uh, are you following Purdy? Are you? Uh gonna keep an eye out with your rifle uh i don't th- well the 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 threat has been neutralized so i think i'll just follow off with purdy okay and, uh just walk by a it's virgil right the one we were talking to is Virgil. yes yes so you just make sure you keep an eye on her and take good care and uh and just follow purdy out absolutely whatever you want and he's like stunned he still has his hands up as you like start walking down the steps casually uh and he he like just kind of starts looking around the room uh yeah scratch it off and he just like starts looking for some sort of metal object uh the guy uh the guy that jumped out the window uh left uh a knife uh at the floor so he'll just grab that knife and just start scratching at it uh the two of you will be able to easily catch up with Shauna and Joe. Uh, they're, they're taking the, the guy to Ignatius's house, but uh, he's moving so slow from that leg that it, it won't take you long for them to catch up. So uh, while we're walking up, um, Joe's going to like, going to ask, um, what, why were you going off the barboats? Why were you going off Rory? Who are you? <laughs> And you I don't even uh, know. Balladeer, I'm I'm gonna take my thumb and jam it into one of the bullet holes, oh. and I'm gonna try and use intimidation on this. 
Um, if I might. These are the good guys, people. These sure are the I am. good guys. Sure I am. Yep, intimidation. Let's do it. <laughs> and I will not allow expression on this one. <laughs> I don't want expression. <laughs> I have nothing in expression. Pretend uh, like I'm a, the one in control of this game. That's <laughs> a 39 under a 58. 39. Yeah. You, you jam it. <laughs> what? Stop it. Stop. You, you had no idea. He tries to like just summon whatever rage he has, but you can tell that there's like a faltering confidence right now. Are you following that up with another question? Uh, just, just saying sort of full of quiet menace, um, you are outnumbered and outmatched. I would start talking. You, you don't even know this whole town's going to. And he, he tries to summon that rage and it just turns into fear. And then he just starts softly sobbing. Just, just kill me. Please, just kill me. Are you, or do you really think that whatever is coming for you can do worse for you than I can? I know it Because I promise you they cannot. You got no idea. Just, I'm better off dead. Please, just Who kill me. Who you? At this point, he'll try to stop walking. Uh, and we'll be able to say that Purdy and Sundance have caught up at this point. So it's the four of you talking to this guy now. Uh, there's still a crowd in the streets. Uh, you're kind of got a little bit of notoriety because uh you were part of the posse that just went and came back so people kind of recognize you they don't necessarily know you by name uh but they do know to like give you a little bit of distance plus this guy was wearing a deer antler mask so they're not really keen on asking a lot of questions right now so you feel like you've got a minute or two before like the crowd really starts like intervening here is he uh familiar to purdy at all not whatsoever to any of you four. Uh, just gonna say to them, like, he's he's asking to be killed. Tell us what you know, and we'll consider ending your suffering. Why don't we continue the questions away from the public prying eyes here? We don't want to exacerbate a panic. True. Keep walking. Hey. <laughs> I really, please, kill me. Oh, don't worry. That's still on the table. And he's going to feebly lunge for a gun, probably from Joe, because you're closest. Uh, uh. I want a narrative success from both Shauna and Joe. You're both going to be able to keep him from going. He, he's in no condition to fight. Uh, so Shauna, I want uh, some sort of like fisticuffs is what I want from you. Uh, and Joe, I want a dodge uh, or a fisticuffs or melee to like push him away. Can I uh, talk into athletics? <laughs> uh, you can. It's a narrative success. Let's do Amazing. it. Amazing. All right, cool. 
Do I? <laughs> uh, Twenty is what I'm going for. I guess. It's a narrative success, so you're gonna yeah. succeed no matter what. This is just gonna determine how the scene unfolds. Okay, so mine's a twenty-three under a five. I got three. A three, nice. And nice. What'd you say yours was, Joe? Uh twenty-three under fifty-five. Under thirty-five or fifty-five? Fifty-five. Sorry. Fifty-five. No, no worries. I, I'm partially deaf. That's on me. Um, okay. So, Shauna, you can feel his muscles tensing up as he like prepares to lash out. And you just, you brace yourself. He doesn't even get a couple inches before you yank him back. Ah! And he, he like staggers onto uh, that bad leg and it almost gives out, but you hold him up. Joe, you said you were using athletics, right? Uh, that's so, right. That's right. Sorry, I was being nerd. No, no, nothing to apologize for. Uh, so as Shauna pulls him out, you just go and you just kind of lunge and you hold him up and you pin his arms at the same time. And he just looks at you in the eye and you can just see fear. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, but can you kill me after? Yes. He doesn't necessarily seem more relieved by that, but you do like get a sense of calm coming over him. Uh, like he's going to stop resisting at this point. Uh, are you guys going to keep marching him to Ignatius's house? Uh, yeah, I think we want a more private conversation. Mm-hmm. You would know that that's a very common place for Ignatius to like take people who get over the top. However, Ignatius would be at work right now. So one of you might want to split off to go fetch him. Otherwise, you're just going to show up and find Ignatius's wife. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll go uh, fetch Ignatius. All right. Uh, so we'll switch to Sundance. Uh, you start like jogging ahead. Uh, this guy is going super slow. Uh, so it's going to take them a little bit to get to the house. You're going to be able to get to the Broken Spoke Saloon. Uh, you go in. Red Gertie Pickens is uh, still on the piano playing. You hear his signature spit in the spittoon ring, uh, and everyone cheers. Uh, you see Ignatius. He's uh, got a cup in a special harness, and he's using his one good hand to, to clean it out. He looks up. A Sundance. What can I do you for? And sure. before you answer, you hear the scratch of a chair pulling out and a man standing up and yelling, Trail Dust Nelson. Oh, <laughs> if I got a bone to pick with you. Why does everyone mistake me for that scoundrel? You and thought I... you could leave my sister like that. You promised to marry her. And after what you said about my mama, oh, I'm calling you out. Well, I'm pretty sure that your mom, your mama, and your sister are pretty fine uh, women indeed, but I apologize. I am not this uh, Trildus Nelson. My name is Sundance. So, Sundance, uh, that's, what you're, that's what you're going by now? Sundance Nelson, that's the best you got? No, my name is Obsidian Max. Uh, folk around here call me Sundance, and 
that's my name. That's who I am. I'm not Trill does know, so I'm sorry to uh, uh, disappoint you. It seems like you need to have words with the, that fella. I want a personality skill from you. Uh, bluff, convince, deception, expression, whichever one you feel you're doing right now. Uh, convince, I guess. <laughs> so the luck has turned. That's a 66 <laughs> out of 40. I ain't buying it, you yellow belly. I'm calling you out. Yellow better now, sir. Good sir. I uh, appreciate for you not to attack my character. I am indeed not this trail dust Nelson you speak of. Uh, attack your character right as I gun you down. He he flips his coat out, revealing a pistol. You see his hand hanging there. Nah. Ignatius at this point. Hey, hey, not in here. You got to take it outside, guys. Make it a fair brawl. No weapons. I'd rather not take it outside. We have more pressing matters than. Uh, oh, no, you ain't weaseling out of this. I didn't. Hmm. Seems like I'll uh, Ignatius, uh, we have uh, some someone that. Uh, uh, we need to have, have a talk with uh, Purdy and Sean and Joe all went to your house with the fella. Can you do us a favor and uh, meet him there? While I Ignatius to... is, again, lots of bewildered looks in the last few minutes. Uh, he's looking at the guy. Uh, he, he looks at you and he trusts you at this point. Like you guys have you know, done him a favor. You've proven your trust, but he's still a little confused that this guy's calling you Trail Dust Nelson. Uh, believe me yeah yeah i'll i'll go right now yeah i'll i'll clear this i'll clear this misunderstanding up and i'll meet you and as you say you'll clear this up this guy comes from behind grabs your shoulder and yanks you around i said i'm calling you out you too cowardly to fight i'm gonna just hit him (laughs) (laughs) give me a melee so that's a no (laughs) I'm gonna just hit him. I'm sorry. No, no, it's great. It's great. I'm the one putting this, <laughs> this guy. I'm very that's a invested in this. Out of 45, <laughs> baby. Let's get it. Hey. Oh, I had, oh. I, I had, I had, I had jacks, but it's fine. I'm, I, I just hit him. Whatever. You rolled fisticuffs, right? Or was it melee? I'm melee, melee is for like an object. Fisticuffs oh. is a punch. Oh no, fisticuffs. It's the same thing. So 34. Okay. Out of 45. Uh, so you get a jack. Do you want to put that towards damage? Uh, fisticuffs damage is one plus your damage bonus, which uh, should be in the it? bottom right of your first page. Bottom right. Damage bonus is one. And the what is one? Yeah, I'm just punch him with two. So take that. <laughs> All right. How much damage was it? I have my damage bonus is one. And it's, if it's one plus. One the, plus the one. And then you spend the jack for a third. No, no, no. The jack is the second one. I'm sorry. Okay, so you start with one plus your damage bonus. And oh, then you can okay, spend yeah, the jack yeah, on yeah, top yeah, of that for like, another. Yeah, let's let's hit him for three. Hit him up. Let's stack him. All right, we're going to do a quick brawl here, guys. The, As... I'm not going to let him get up, though, because actually, I'm going to be like, so, not, so I hit him. What happens after I hit him? 
we're going to do pseudo initiative here. So you're going to get your action. He's going to get his action. You punch him. It's not enough to take him down in one swing, though. That's fine. So he's going to try and punch you right back. All right. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Uh, how are you dodging or blocking this punch? Uh, he, um, he just wildly swings. Are, are you going to dodge or block? Is what I'm asking. It, oh, he failed. He failed. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, block. All right. So you you put your arms up, and the the punch just kind of slides forward against your uh, forearm. You can smell the the whiskey on his breath. You can tell he's been drinking all morning. No. No, understand. I'm not this true. I'd rather we settle this without uh, the violence because I'm not the person who you think I am. So at this point, he's super angry. So it's going to take a a real good convinced check to try and get him to calm down. Let's try it. I'm not the person. So so we're going to say minus 20 percent to call it grueling. And I had two because I had, I think, four jacks from that shot when I rolled the eight. Uh, you did bank those, didn't you? Yeah, you can use those. So I'm going to use two to get back. <laughs> and that is a 12. That's a 12. Nice. Yes. Well, what did you need with the minus 20? 40. 40. I, I, okay. I, yeah, I, I used two, uh, two jacks to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, and Back then to the forty. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. Twelve. Uh, so he he's ready to throw another fist. He's like, I I don't want to fight you either, but you owe my sister an apology. Well, if it makes if it makes you feel any better, I could apologize, sisters. I'm not Trail Dust Nelson. I, once again, um, my name is Obsidian Max. Folks around me call folks around here call me Sundance. I would apologize, sisters, if that's what you need to end this uh, debacle. But uh, I promise you I'm not trail dust Nelson. So mm. he, He's up close in your face right now and he's getting a better look at you and you can tell that you're kind of making him doubt himself like, do I have the wrong guy? This is trail dust Nelson. This has to be. Oh, and he, he's gonna hi. Alright, all right, you're yellow. We'll we'll settle this another time. And he uh, starts to stagger back away from his to his table. All right. Uh, since Ignatius left, is there another bartend barkeep? Uh, there is. He's not out right now. Uh, but uh, there is another guy that works there. Yeah. I give him like like a quarter or something or ten cents. I'm like. Next next rounds on me. Uh, you you have a good day now, and uh, I go back to the <laughs> the group. You hear him muttering like ten cents is enough to buy me off, but he just he he settles it at this point. Like he, he you already hit him. He tried to hit you. He, he saw that he couldn't do it, and now he's questioning. Maybe he's got the wrong guy. Uh, so he'll take the dime and he'll uh, start staggering away. All right. Uh, so Ignatius is already headed to the house. Uh, you're only a few steps behind him, uh, able to uh, catch up quickly. Are you going to try and fill him in on the way? I was muted. Yeah, I'll, no surprise. I'm going to try to fill him in on the way. Yeah, went to see Lori. 
uh, felt something was off, checked the other room. There was this guy. I shot him twice. We have him in custody. You shot you shot a man and you're starting fights. What I, what kind of day I, are you having? I, I did not start that fight. Uh, Ignatius, obviously that man, it was a case of mis, uh, mistaken identity. He thought I was someone else. And well, it just, I tried to settle it nonviolently as much as I could. Whatever you say, Nelson. And he just kind of gives you a like sly little half smile. Uh, not actually believing you're Nelson, but just uh, going with the joke. I just adjust my hands. And, uh, well. uh, so the two of you are going to reach uh, Ignatius's house uh, much faster than the, the rest of you. Uh, but let's cut back to you. Are there any other questions you'd like to be asking on the way, or are you just trying to get to the house as quickly as possible? Uh, he, he's definitely a much calmer demeanor. Uh, he seems broken. Are, do uh, we still getting, have a crowd? Sorry. No, uh, there are definitely people on the street, but there's like no crowd following you, but everyone's mm-hmm. like giving you looks as you're walking by. I mean, and this man we... is just like bleeding along the road as you're like helping him limp along. Until we get some privacy, I hesitate to ask him questions of a particular nature. Me too. So do that end kind of half marching, half dragging, and getting to Ignatius as soon as possible. Um, okay. If it's... And uh, I don't know if this works, Baldir, but I... Um, I, I feel like Joe's probably seen a few people bleed out. And uh, to that point, um, is it possible to use first aid to kind of like tourniquet either one of the gunshot wounds and stop some bleeding? Yeah, we can do a narrative success here. Okay. Uh, like I said, I, I'm just flavoring it that he's uh, shot and bleeding because Sundance okay. was trying to do non-lethal. So he's Got not it. really in danger right now. Okay. Uh, right. But it would help him walk a little bit faster. Okay, then maybe I'll still do that. Then. That's Keep okay. him a little bit more lucid. Absolutely, let's do it. Cool. So that is a 45 under a 55. All right. Uh, so bank your jack there. And you tear off a okay. few strips of cloth. Uh, you you wrap them around his thigh. Uh, where he got shot in the torso, you can't do as much for. Uh, but especially helping dress the leg is helping him to walk a little bit better. Okay. Awesome. Uh, it keeps that muscle a little bit tighter and he can put a little bit more weight on there. Uh, and then you guys are able to make it to Ignatius's house. Um, Ignatius has already cleared out his wife and son. Uh, and he, he's standing at the door uh, ushering you guys in. Uh, you go into uh, the foyer and through a living room to a bedroom in the back of the house on the first floor. Uh, there's no windows here. Uh, and it's just a door with a lock. Uh, it's not necessarily a jail. Like if someone really wanted to, they could break out of it, but it's a place for them to stay the night to like cool off. Uh, you throw him down onto the cot in this room. There's a dresser nearby with an oil lamp. Uh, Sundance is already in here. Ignatius follows you in. All right. So tell me the whole story. Who is this guy? Well, uh, he quite possibly may be the one who uh, enacted the demise of the Bartlett's. He just kind of, the, the prisoner just kind of 
I, I didn't enact anything. Why don't you tell us your side of this? What's your name? Before, before I tell you anything, I, I need assurances. These people, I've seen them do awful things. Yeah, we already said we'd do it. All right. My name's Elijah Lundy. I I hear voices sometimes. The voices uh sometimes they tell me to do not nice things. Uh Sometimes they tell me to do even worse things. One time the voice told me to to go west. West. <laughs> That's how I ended up here. Uh, I found work out here. And, uh, oh, God. Oh, God, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Who's going to kill you? Caldwell's. The Caldwell's. Why? What else do you know about the Caldwell's? The, they worship something. Something dark. Do you, have you seen it? Do you know what it is? Oh, I've seen it. It's a demon. I mean, I'm no stranger to demons. <laughs> I tell you, I'm a devil with this thing. That's oh, it's worse than anything, anything I've ever done. So what did this devil in the Codwells have to do with the Bartlett's? Oh, it's just, oh, this is going to sound so, so simple. Uh, Barlets took out a loan with the Caldwells. They couldn't pay it back. Caldwells got a lien on the land. And if the, the Barlets go missing or dead, Caldwells get the land. It's so much deeper than that, though. It's so much deeper. It's not just, you know, it's, there's something called these line, lines, some sort of lines. They, they crisscross. Ley lines. Ley lines. That's it. That's it. Ley lines. They, they crisscross all through this area, left, right, up, down, this whole area. And it, it, it lets some sort of power grow here. What's the name of the demon? Oh, I, <laughs> you look that evil in the face, you don't ask its name. I mean, it sure doesn't take kindly it. to people who fail. Tell you the truth, now that I think about it, 
dying may not be enough. <laughs> It'll find me even when I die, won't it? Yeah, it will. Zeke's a... Zeke's a persistent son of a bitch. Zeke? Yeah, I'm sure he's got another name, but that's what I call him. Can you help me, Father? Can you, like, like forgive me or something? Oh, I can. I certainly can. He kind of lights up a little bit there. What do I got to do? Name it, I'll do it. I mean, you got to tell us where we can find these called wells. You can tell us who's in charge. Tell us how many uh, folk they got on their payroll. All that kind of mundane stuff. Ignatius will speak up here. Caldwell's. They're old money from out east. They got a ranch just a bit north up here. You passed along the, the edges of it, I'm pretty sure. If you took the old wagon road, they got over a thousand acres. They got so much land. They got a buzzard with a bell on it. Buzzard, I... Oh, you like that, don't you? That that tells us when dinner's dinner's already been eaten. You guys eat people? No, no, no. The buzzards are eating. The buzzards are eating. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, the buzzards, they just clean the corpses. They just clean the corpses. How long have you been hearing these voices? Ha, <laughs> since I was a little kid. A little kid. Oh, yeah, whereabouts? I grew up in Michigan. Michigan, huh? Well, that's a long way from here. Like I said, it told me to go west. Yeah. So this is his, he had the mask, right? And that had the symbol on it, right? The mask had the symbol, yes. His face is just, he, he looks scraggly, uh, mm-hmm. nondescript, uh, nothing marking him. Do we still have the mask? Yes, you, you would have been able to grab the mask I'll and just- take it. Kind of hold it up or lay it down in front of him. Who told you uh, how to draw this symbol here? <laughs> That's little, little Miss Rose, Miss hmm. Caldwell. She she knows how to do all the all the magicking. Does she now? When you say little, you mean she's a child no, or? No, no, no. She's she's grown. She's just yeah. She's a small presence. Hmm. Well, she wields big magic. She's gotten you wearing this symbol. Yeah, I just... Maybe I just got myself in too deep, you know? <laughs> what do they say? There's there's nothing you can come, can't come back from, right? Well, they say that. That's true. Can you help me? Yeah, I can. Y'all got any more questions uh, for Mr. Lundy here? Did you do something different with that laudanum? I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, laudanum. The vial. While I was in the Bartlett house. I've never been to the Bartlett house. I, I live here in town. So in the did, outskirts. 
Who did the job at the Bartlett's? I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I, it's in your I mean, I, maybe I could tell you. Maybe I could tell you. Um, it, it, it could be Crooked Oscar. Yeah, maybe it was Crooked Oscar. I bet it was. Yeah, he, he, he's so much worse than me. It had to have been him. Hmm. And where's Crooked Oscar? Well, he's at the ranch. He's at the ranch. You see, I'm helping you. I'm helping you. Oh, there, there's a whole, a whole bunch of them. You know, there's Roscoe, there's Bob, there's Marvin. You know, uh, Sarah, she's, she's real nice. Uh, Esther, she's not as nice. I see. They they got a lot of land. They got a they got a lot of help. Old money. Oh God, huh? they're gonna already know. They're gonna already know you have me. Oh, it's not them you gotta worry about. I know it's not. Yeah. You know that demon held me for felt like ages, and he killed me. Every time I hit the ground, and I felt it each time. I imagine he could keep you there for much longer. I... Oh, God, preacher, you got to help me. I told you I'm going to. Don't worry. Let's do it. Yeah, have some I faith. Do I got to pray? Oh, yeah. I, pray. Yeah. I can pray. I, I, I got faith. Be- I got all sorts before, of faith. Before the Father can help you, I, I have one last question. Uh, did the Caldwells seek out Zeke, or did Zeke seek out the Caldwells? I, 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 I don't know that. I mean, I, I don't even know who Zeke is. I just, I just, I mean, no, I'm sure I, I, I do know. Yeah, uh, the Zeke definitely sought them out. Had to have been 100%. Yeah, that's all 100%. Yep, it's Zeke. It's all Zeke. You're too desperate. I don't believe you. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. If, you, if you want to be forgiven, you need to tell the truth. You know that's how this works. I, I, I wouldn't lie to you. I'm, I'm telling the truth. You gotta, you gotta believe me. I'm not oh, the one be- that's gonna be killed by a demon, and we do, and you. and she turns and kind of gives a very non-committal shrug. Well, I think it's time we. Uh... Teach him a few verses, I think. You know, protect him and such from the powers of the darkness. Y'all are welcome to say if you like to learn as well, but otherwise, this type of this type of learning isn't for everybody. Uh, Shana, could you do me a favor? Could you could you fetch my things from the from the wagon? You you know which boxes to Mm -hmm. take. I'll be right back. And we're going to pan out from there as the majority of the group uh, leaves this room. Purdy's standing over uh, Elijah on the bed here. And uh, the door shuts. And that is the end of our first arc. We are ending right there. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. There's so much shit. Yeah, it was awesome. That was so good. Yeah. Some, <laughs> Holy shit. Anyone know who Cheryl Dust Nelson is? Uh, 
Who is this? No, I'm desperate to find out. Who is this? Sun, Sundance, do you want to explain that? Why I'm giving you so much trouble about that? Oh, yeah, it's one <laughs> one of the peculiarities I've chosen uh, was mistaken identity. So Love amazing. It. I have the uh, bounty so, version of that among the willows, yeah, which is yeah. why I was all like, I don't want to go to the town hall meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so Sundance has partner in every saloon. So there's always someone who knows him somewhere. Amazing. And then he's got mistaken identity. So there's always someone who. That's, <laughs> that's a delightful. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. It's a good combo. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we ended this arc a little bit early, but we ended on such a good point uh, that uh, I think it's going to work out really well. We're taking a two-week break, and we're going to shuffle things around a little bit. Uh, we'll be coming back with some new faces, uh, with an old face. Purdy, uh, Jeff is getting old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will be off on the 18th and the 25th, but we will be back on the 1st for arc two of the good, the mad, and the unholy. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Uh, Mitre, what do you got going on? Uh, well, thanks so much for having me, first of all. This was so great. It's been so much Thank fun. You. It's been this, great having this you. Was, this is awesome. Thank you. Um, apart from uh, inviting myself to games that people are too polite to say no to, <laughs> I uh, make... Uh, content on on YouTube about uh, multi-system or system agnostic, whatever you want to call it, uh, tabletop content. Um, the uh, I release videos on on Wednesdays, so like four hours from now, the uh, this week's video is going on. And um, in honor of Mental Health Awareness Week, which is this week, I'll be releasing a series about mindfulness in gaming. So uh, if oh, that awesome. sounds That's interesting, great. you should uh, check it out. What's your YouTube channel? Uh, my three plays games. Thank you. One of us should say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it and I, I've watched a lot of your videos. I love them. You're doing great oh, work. Thanks, man. I'm so jazzed you brought up Popcorn Initiative because that was my last video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you were doing Popcorn Initiative, right? I'm, I'm the one sorry, that man. I should have asked. <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry about it uh sid what do you got going on well you can find me uh on twitch on the game seven channel tomorrow 7 p.m eastern for uh dirty deeds our eberron campaign and also you could uh find you can find me on twitter at underscore sundance Sid. be my friend invite me to your games i have uh i have a propensity to say Yes to all of them, and then I'm booked out. Uh, I have <laughs> games to play yep, all yep. week, and I'm tired, <laughs> but it's fun. So it's okay. Uh, right into your games. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, Maitre. Said I know it's late for you guys, so I really appreciate you making the commitment uh, to play with us for this arc. Uh, Jeff, what's going on with Lollygaggers? Yeah, man. Uh, so this Friday we're going to be back to Mothership as we've been playing through Gradient Descent. Uh, you can catch both uh, Stephen and Ashley in that game. Then on Saturday, we're uh, we're playing over the course of October. We're playing Orbital Blues, which is a different kind of Western. It's a space Western. Uh, we just started it up this past Saturday. The first video is up on YouTube. It's up on podcast feed, all that kind of stuff. 
Uh, and then on Monday next week, we'll be back to Deadlands uh, for Savage Worlds. So you can catch that. And uh, yeah, and check the YouTube channels. We got all sorts of old games up there uh, and uh, plenty of things, a little bit for everybody. Uh, but that's what we got. I feel that felt light. I usually say like 50 things, but I, <laughs> we just ended heart and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, the schedule's lightening up weird. Uh, I gotta, I gotta add some extra games. I'm feeling, feeling. Yeah. Twitchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got Maytrey and Sid here ready to uh, keep saying yes and be more tired, right? Oh, yeah. That's yes. good to know. Uh, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, nope, I'm real good at ignoring consequences. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh well, all right, Steven, thank you for the first arc. It's been awesome, man. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and start up a raid uh for TTRP Theater. Uh looks like they're playing some space game. I can't figure out exactly what it is. Uh but follow that raid. Thanks for everyone who hung out tonight. Other doc, thank you for the raid on our channel. Uh we'll uh yeah, we'll catch you next time. Come out Friday, watch mothership. Bye-bye. Bye.